Couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S.bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. wondered how the Degrassi team would deal with blood oaths, secret clubhouses, disguises, sneaking into hospitals, and the epic quest of one very important doll? Well, the Kids of Degrassi Street Episode 2, Cookie Goes to Hospital, has all the answers for you. We here at the Narbos and Broomheads have a, have a secret clubhouse of our own, and who might I ask are our secret members here tonight? If you could please prick your finger and sign with your blood, starting in maybe, let's say, the coldest we are right now. Oh, Who might God. that be? I shall prick my finger. Um, I shall declare myself Arlo Scott from Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. And I shall pledge to uh, make the best Degrassi content on the interwebs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I've already failed. Uh, hi, everybody. It's me, Arlo, from uh, Saskatchewan, Canada, where it is minus a billion right now. And so Cookie will go to hospital and I will go to not outdoors. <laughs> uh, who else do we have tonight? Um, I think I hear the uh, dulcet tones of sloop. So what's this about my prick that we have to... <laughs> Sorry. Interpretive. We learned from last episode. Interpretive. Uh huh. uh, Five eyes. Well, no blood, please. No, no blood. Uh, Hi, everybody. I'm Alan, and I pledge to move this thing over to Courtney in Ottawa. Hi, Courtney. Like no blood, and I'm like, I'm like just finishing my period. I'm like, fuck you. Oh yeah. Right. Well. Right. Sorry. Sorry I wasn't wow. born with a vag and a uterus. Like, <laughs> sorry. You should God, be sorry. You, you get uh, to yeah. keep all our blood. <laughs> all right. Sloth it up. <laughs> That's sloth why off. you must shed it through violence. Yeah, sloth yes. out that endometrium in the house. <laughs> Every time I hear it talk, like, listen to, um, you know, talk about periods, which is all the time because I'm a girl and it's all we talk about. It was, I don't remember if it was a South Park movie or an episode, but that character that was like, who, I don't, he's like, I don't trust women or something. And he's like, 
I don't trust anything that bleeds for five days and doesn't die. <laughs> That's Mr. Garrison <laughs> in the movie. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. That's I mean, one of the best lines ever. I know you were like kind of joking where you're like, oh, we talk about it all the time. And, and in my head, I was like, God, you would talk about it all the time. But then I was like, it does occupy like 20% of your life. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it's a lot mm-hmm. of, ble- it's a lot of bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. Like if something was happening to me, like 15 to 20% of the time, I talk about it too. So fuck it. Absolutely. So just wondering because Arlo, you and uh, Courtney have, podcasted so long together now like are your cycles in sync yet we're not that kind of podcast yeah i'm perimenopausal so my cycle is irregular right now <laughs> go. now he's sorry let's talk about it more yes i'm also irritable and filled with anger Listen, there, there's four women in my department at school there is a Rage. lot of talk in the phys ed department at our school hey uh t- tim and ted do you guys want to compare dicks <laughs> <laughs> zip flop hello it's Zip me, flop. Ted. <laughs> that should be your new Instagram handle. Zip flop. Yeah, give you a zip flop on the Instagram. Zip, zip with yeah, zip <laughs> flop. This is either great or it's terrible. Start to a podcast. Part of your your secret club. You just make a little a little cut, and then you touch tips. And speaking oh, of little cuts, speaking of no little cuts, deal. are you guys? Are you? Okay. <laughs> I think Lynn is telling me I should get out of the conversation because she's hitting the stick at the door because she wants to go out. She literally is right now. But uh, yeah, I'm Ted. She's like, she's like, open the door, you prick. (laughs) Yeah, but is she synced up with Courtney and Arlo is what I want to know. Come on. Uh, <laughs> me, Courtney, and Linda are all synced up. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's uh, you're syncing up uh, three ways to uh, one of the uteruses is in like a uh, incinerator somewhere about, <laughs> I don't know, five years ago. <laughs> so at the veterinarian hospital. <laughs> so if you want to sync up with that shit, I guess it'd be my guess. <laughs> so sorry, Linda. Linda's uterus free. Why don't you just introduce, your, introduce yourself while you're talking about your dogs? What's up? I'm Ted. Oh, I've said so many bad words <laughs> and bad thoughts in the opening of the show. So I'm Ted. Hello. Isn't a bad word, Ted. No, no, it's not. But Lynn is going to knock my door down if I don't go let her out. Okay. Anyways, anyways, kids, I'll be right back. So I'm Ted. Hello. Uh, BRB. And I'm we- Tim. Timothy J. Hey guys, uh, anyways, so you know what I was thinking? There we go again, Courtney. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tim. And I pledge to check yes to your question, Courtney, oh. about snips. <gasps> oh, oh, oh Jesus. I thought you meant if I was hip and young. No, I'm going to check other on that. <laughs> okay. Me, me, me too. <laughs> Well, that was a disjointed opening to this episode. That is about uh, an eight-year-old, go- seven-year-old going to the hospital. So I think she's six. Welcome. <laughs> no, it's a year later now. No, it's she a said year later. She so said she was six, though, didn't she? She didn't. Yeah, she said- no, that was in the first episode. Oh fuck! Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to shut that. And hell now up. we're a year later, and she's <laughs> learned to read by now. Yes. So we're assuming that she may be a little bit, maybe seven or a, a little bit younger than seven. Maybe. Yeah, or maybe just about seven. Yeah. So we are here to talk about episode two, Cookie Goes to Hospital. 
which if we're led to believe aired September 1st, 1980, which is uh, right before going back to school and pretty much a year later after Ida makes a movie. Um, once again, it was written by Linda Schuyler and this Amy Jo Cooper and directed by Kit Hood. Uh, what's different about this episode is that we get our first look at the opening credits, which were written by Alan. The dipshit did duo. Woo. <laughs> huh. Wendy Watson, yeah. Lewis Mann. Yeah. Well, and uh, another difference is that this one, you know, the previous episode did, did have the screenplay written by Amy Jo Cooper um, and Linda Schuyler, but it was based on a book, whereas this one presumably is a uh, an original screenplay. Right. And all the shots we see in the opening are uh, of Leslieville in Toronto, which is where we learn, obviously, is where a lot of the Degrassi and Degrassi Junior High stuff is situated. Um, and we at the end of it, we sort of see a, a group of the actors that we're going to meet over most of the 26 episodes. I think some of the later ones might not be on there, but sort of the first set, the original set are all sort of pictured at the end in front of uh, Degrassi Grocery, I think, is is what it is, which is where we open up. Uh on the iconic Degrassi street sign in front of the Degrassi grocery. And we, uh, we revisit Ida and we are introduced to uh, one of her friends names, Noel, as they are sitting and talking about cookies doll and the fact that they're friends with a little baby who has still has a doll. And this kid, Noel, like what a name for this kid. He's the man. Like the, the child who plays Noel, his name is Peter Duckworth. Pilkington the second. <laughs> what? Uh, Are you serious? Give that, I'm give serious. that kid all the awards. <laughs> he obviously owns a chateau somewhere in, in uh, your Wasn't there a kid on Full House named like Duck something? Well, they called the kid no. Duckface, didn't they? Oh yes, Duckface. Okay. Not yeah, the same don't. Kid, I guess. Yeah, don't make fun no, of the kid. Come the, on. Not the same kid. Yeah, come on. I mean, no, maybe we sure. in the last episode we were wondering what Claude's dad's name was. There, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> What's his uh, name yes. again? Say it one more Peter, time. Peter Duckworth Pilkington the second. Fuck. Oh Ooh. my god. Sounds like a Harry Potter name. PDP. Yeah. <laughs> yes. PDP the second. Peter Duckworth Milkington the second. <laughs> Not even Milkington. Junior. It's P- P- Pilking with a P. Whatever. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> PDP the second. So Ida and and we'll see Cookie in a little bit, and Noel are some of the original characters that we sort of see grow up a little bit through this, and then kind of pass the torch on to some of the newer characters as this as this show moves into its second level of characters. So we get well, to know. I, them I will well. also tell you, like some of the, uh, particularly these original characters, there's not a lot of information as to like what happened to them later in life. Um, but, uh, Zoe Newman, who plays Ida, she went on to, she quit acting after the show. She went on to graduate from Toronto university. Um, and she, as of 2020 still works at the, uh, York university in the school of gender, sexuality, and women's studies Oh wow! in the department of sociology. What's her name? So theoretically you could Zoe Newman. Okay. And so, theoretically, if you go to York University, you can still find this person. I'm trying Damn to, it! I'm trying to find her on Rate My Professors, so I'll tell you what they. <laughs> York, York was in. my second. York was my second choice. I chose Carlton, and I didn't meet anybody famous. Zoe is Z O E. Yeah, Z O E N E W M A N, sociology yes. department at York University, Keele campus. Her overall rating is a two point nine out of five. 
and she has a she has a bunch of ones terrible teacher only (laughs) released grades after the final test was completed and gave no clear criteria can't stop talking about this show she was in when she was a kid (laughs) (laughs) does not grade assignments on time which is terrible for students understanding of their progress shall i continue are there there (laughs) some good reviews that you can counter with perhaps ah here we go (laughs) Uh, great, oh, yeah, great professor, but heavy on attendance. Uh, if I made it to class, I would have gotten an A. All right, you're, that's a good, honest one. Uh, gave her a four. Yeah. Here's a five. Great course, well taught. Lectures very interesting with videos. Uh, so yeah, you know, it's uh, it's mixed. It's so. a mixed bag. All yeah. right, well, Ida, got to pull up your socks here, Professor Newman. Yeah, yeah. She made us fucking prick our fingers if she wanted to be in the sociology <laughs> yeah. club. She yeah. kept calling us stupid, and our ideas dumb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So we cut to uh, what we we see as a sign that says like secret, keep out, and we learn that it's a clubhouse, and Cookie is inside the clubhouse talking to her doll, which somehow she got back from the uh, dump, I guess. Because I'm this is the same doll, doll that got thrown that looks in the garbage. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. I Parents mean, it's really just a, a raggedy end, doll, right? Yep. So I'm assuming she cried to her parents. Her parents were like, there, there. We'll or get shocking. you a new doll. The show forgot they threw it in the garbage the last episode a year ago. Well, the doll actually has a name, apparently, according to the Degrassi Wiki fandom. She has a name. Um, Dolly? Has... You say, how did you say that, Arlo? Wiki? The Wiki. I said Wiki. Branding. Um, right. You make infringement. <laughs> and I, mm-hmm. I saw what the name was. Hold on. I'll have to find it. All right. Well, let me know. Keep what going. You do. Yeah, keep going. Good, so we get her talking to her doll about how she is going to get into their club because she's her friend. And then we hear that Cookie's talking about her stomach is hurting. Now she calls it her tummy. And that hopefully her finger won't hurt as much when they prick it. Like, what is going What is going on here? Uh, as Ida and Noel are, are moving towards the clubhouse, they're talking about how Cookie probably doesn't understand the rules, but Ida doesn't care because rules are rules, and we'll hear this repeated out throughout the episode, and that's just the way it is. She basically mentions, too bad, so sad, I'm the president, she better fucking get in line or we'll kick her out. <laughs> Cut that uh, finger. <laughs> Those are the rules. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Uh, Lori. Oh. Lori is the doll's name. And also, the club was Ida's idea, and the clubhouse was behind her house. Yeah, we so learned those the cl- are the reasons which validate her as president. The clubhouse plays a pretty big role throughout this show, and it, it, it even gets passed down and stuff to the other characters. Like, it is a central spot for a lot of the episodes in this in this show, which is kind of cool. They stick it through. So we do learn that this is their secret club, clubhouse, and they're they're about to, I guess, have one of their meetings. Uh, and then we start to hear some ouches as we as we see the characters. They're doing a blood oath to set their pledge to the Fuck. rules of the club. Like, I was on. like, what? And I bet you they <laughs> actually were pricking each other's finger. <laughs> so you, you guys never did yeah. that? Did you, Courtney? <laughs> no. I mean, I knew when I was, you know, a kid, I heard of the concept of like blood, uh, blood brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is I know this existed. I like I I knew that this existed, but like I don't know, like maybe by the time I was old enough to com- like of course this is 1980, right? Like I would have been 
one years old. So maybe by the time I was old enough to comprehend like a blood pact, it like the AIDS crisis was already <laughs> there. Like I don't know. Like I just didn't I want to hurt remember myself. seeing kids like in movies cut their hand like right down the middle and <laughs> and shake hands like that is intense. These are just little kids though. Yeah. They're doing an actual blood pact. Yes. Like this would never be depicted nowadays ever in a bajillion years. But this is their secret clubhouse, Arlo. I talked to a friend of mine recently, Pepe, who uh, Courtney knows. And you know how in movies, like they said, they slashed their hand across to make a blood oath. But back in the day when, you know, people didn't wash their hands for like 17 years and stuff, then like you're going to that's going to get infected. But supposedly what they did, the theory is why they would do that. And it continued on in movies because when they do it in plays, you couldn't just prick your finger because people in the back can't see what the hell you're doing. Like pricking your finger is so small. Whereas like having this big um, action, that's mm. what shows that you've drawn blood. So it was, it, it came from the days of like Shakespeare and plays and all that shit. Mm. Well, plays were around since Shakespeare. <laughs> but you don't know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Like, I'm not going to say that like blood packs with like cutting your finger or pricking your finger were like, I don't know if they were common or uncommon in 1979, 1980, not unheard of, obviously, but like, I think that they became particularly frowned upon in Hmm. say by the late eighties, early nineties because of the AIDS crisis. You know what it was also frowned upon? Who gave these kids a candle? There's open flames. Like, they are going <laughs> oh to God. die in that shack. Like, 1980, everybody. 1980s. Yeah, come on. Like, they are going to burn to death. I mean, with real estate prices <laughs> in Toronto nowadays, like, can you imagine what that shack might go Oh, mill. There would mill easily. More. Yeah. <laughs> Two right, million so- easily. $700,000. Actually, oh, yeah. you'd, you'd probably rent it out as an Airbnb for $400 a night. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and dig them with the cleaning fee when they left. Yeah. yeah. So Cookie doesn't understand why her doll can't do the oath. Um, so beyond not having blood, as I mentioned, Noel lays out the rules for joining the club. Rule number one is you must live between 94 and 100 Degrassi Street. Okay. Name, But your rule number two is your name has to start with an I, a C, or an A. Well, Cookie argues that her doll lives with her, so she lives at 100 Degrassi, but Noel says her name doesn't start with the important I. Her name's Lori, dummy. Or an A. I, C, or N. Just just saying. Or N, sorry, yeah, sorry, N. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I don't know why I wrote A down. So, and Ida basically says, tough shit, I'm the president, no dolls. I'm just trying. I'm thinking Courtney could be in the club. Yeah, I was thinking the exact yes. same thing. And uh, that's it. I wanted so to double check it. Yeah, we're shit out of luck, yeah, the rest of us. So You know who? You know how Cookie could have like turned this on its end? She could have adopted Nancy from the hospital and taken Nancy home. Oh, so oh, Nancy yeah. could live with her. That's true. Yeah. I'm Suck adopted. It, Ida. <laughs> yeah. You're already in. Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah. I just wanted to. I wanted to be more in. <laughs> you don't live at ninety-four to one hundred Degrassi Street. Yeah, Courtney. You don't even make that's, the first rule. That's true. My address was ninety-seven growing up, but it was not Degrassi. Well, I guess you're out of the club then. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Get the no, fuck out of the clubhouse. 
I'm so sorry, I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. That's right. <laughs> like, I do like the fact. Um, I used to uh, say this sometimes when uh, we ran, we were running call centers uh, together, Arlo. But you know, like if if I would be like, "Well, those are the rules. What are you going to do?" I was like, "Wait a second, I'm responsible for the rules." Like. <laughs> Like I'm what acting. Were the rules when that guy shit all over the walls. <laughs> Promotion promoted. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't a specific rule that was written down that said no, you can't. I actually, shit all it over was actually walls, me, and I so. wrote and I was writing the rules on the wall with my shit. <laughs> Give this man a corner office. <laughs> Keep him away from us. But like End I, of the day. I, I, I love though how I, like even Ida like is like that's the fucking rules. Like what? God handed Ida the rules? Like mm-hmm. Ida can make any rules she wants. She's just being an asshole. <laughs> well, yeah, we learn that Ida is a pretty straight shooter here and kind of wants it her way at most times when we we learn. And I mean, uh, will a situation come up later where Ida mm-hmm. learns that the enforcement of uh you know unfair rules is kind of shitty? What? We'll see. Or sometimes that rules need that to be would broken. Never happen. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they leave it at that, that it's, nope, tough shit. I'm the president. No dolls allowed. Moving on to what we learn quite regularly in the early days of Degrassi is we need a name for this club. They're always arguing about a name. Noel says, how about the Degrassi Street Club? Ida says, basically, that's stupid. And oh. then they argue about the order of their initials because that's what they should name the club. Ink? Yeah, there Nick, you go. The Ink Club. Sin. Ink, Ink. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> you know, Nick club? I- I'm glad that they never use this storyline again of kids fighting over what to name something. Zit exactly. Remedy. <laughs> so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but that was but that was a real thing Like it, as your kids, right? I don't oh, know. Sure. I, I totally remember spending hours coming up with this. What should we name our club? What should we name our band? What was the name of your band? Oh... <laughs> We didn't have one. Zip flop. We we uh, disbanded mm. after we couldn't come up with a name. <laughs> it's too bad. Zip flop would have been great. <laughs> so um, Cookie gets up and starts to leave. Ida wonders if Cookie is mad. Um, she says no, just that she doesn't feel well. But <laughs> Noah, Noel and Ida kind of look at each other and say, oh, yeah, she's mad. Maybe they should just let the damn doll in the club. I they mean, I'd the- be if I was Cookie, I would be mad. Yeah, she's thirty-three percent of this club, and yeah, Ida's like treating her like I used to uh, treat my friends when I wanted to annoy them when they were mad because they'd get mad and I go, "Are you mad? Are you mad?" <laughs> oh, the worst. You- <laughs> That's right up there with what? You gonna cry? <laughs> you gonna oh. cry? About it? Oh, yeah. don't, don't yeah, milk I don't my remember tears, that at all, devil. Alan. I yeah. haven't. Now, that out of my memory. What are you talking about, Arlo? What are you, what are you mad? <laughs> so it's either going to break it, break the tension, or like to the nth degree, double down. <laughs> so we get them sort of looking at each other and talking about, oh, that that um, Ida must be mad. And then Noel just says, why don't we just let the doll in the club? And then why why does anyone get why Noel says should we let it in the club? Because we what might happen? Well then all the dolls are gonna want to join. Well, yes, that too. And any, at least the dolls. <laughs> It'll between, be a doll army. It'll be <laughs> at least the dolls in the right address. No, he says they better let her in or Cookie might get a complex. <laughs> yes. That was pretty funny. Uh. 
That was pretty good. She might have to go to the loony bin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ida, Ida still, Ida lacking a little bit of empathy, doesn't understand the need and said, rules are rules. And they get up and leave the club and we skip to Ida's house. Uh, it's kind of a year later. We got the same the same boy playing Fred and the same woman playing her mom. So that's kind of cool. They kept that going. I mean, I'm assuming neither one of them were in demand for their roles, but um, Fred's watching a medical show. Um, Ida comes in and says she doesn't like it. And he tells her to shut up because he was there first, which Fred's is pure. Always, pure he's rule. always a dick, which is kind of true to form. Like when I would go over to like, I didn't have an older brother, but when I would go over to my friends' places and they had an older brother, like it's just kind of like their MO to be a dick. Oh, 100%. Uh, and that was the rules. There's one TV in the house. Whoever's there first. Yeah, we have a situation here that does not exist anymore. This is very much <laughs> of the uh, time. It's so, 1980 yes. and we only have one television. Yeah, there's set. one television in the home. <laughs> Even if you could get your hands on a TV, there are like three stations. Someone's already started watching. You can fucking sit there and watch the bullshit with them or you can go do something else. And, but, and unless it was dad that came in, it was whoever got there first got to watch it. Yep. But if dad came in, oh, no, that was watching what he was watching. So, true to, I mean, it's true to true to form. The phone rings. Um, Cookie, or sorry, um, Ida's mom picks it up. And we learn that Cookie's in the hospital and wants her doll brought from its secret place because she's left it behind in the club. And uh, um, Ida's mom asks her if she knows where the doll is. And Ida says yes. And she says, well, you can either take it to her mom or to the hospital because um, Cookie has appendicitis. Uh, and then we've already learned that Ida doesn't like hospitals. We kind of get this from the fact she doesn't like the medical sh show. So we can kind of see where this is going. Um, so the, well, the thought of Cookie again, being in the hospital. Very, this is very parents hands off, right? No, wait, oh, God, yeah. Like, go this get is worse than the first episode. And you, child, bring it to the hospital yourself. And keep yeah. in mind, the whole fucking plot line of this show later is that Ida's not going to be allowed in the hospital because she's too young. Her <laughs> mom doesn't give a fuck. She's like, figure it out. Like... Hey. Yeah, like she never goes mom. running back home and asks her mom's advice or goes back home and gives the doll to Cookie's mom or anything like that. It's very much Ida needs to figure this out herself. Yep. So, yeah, so mm -hmm. we learn that Ida doesn't like hospitals, right? Um, she So we know where this is probably going to head, and it obviously and it obviously does, much like LD didn't like high school or high schools. Oh, my God, didn't like hospitals. I mean, she didn't like high school either. She fucking That's figured true, out how to get on a boat for the rest of her uh, <laughs> teenage years. The rest of her life. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. So the then we rest do. of a natural life. Yeah. All right, B. Jesus. <laughs> to the end of the road. Cue. <laughs> Cue that song. <laughs> so then we we jump to the actual hospital and it, it's a real hospital. I mean I don't know what hospital it is. I don't know. Arlo, were you able to find that out? I know you like it's Ryan the Women's College Hospital in Toronto. So we uh, we see Cookie's in her hospital room and then her dad's there and kisses her goodbye before the nurse even comes in. So the dad's like, I'm out. I got to go to work. I got to shift. Who knows? I believe it'll be a different dad that comes back later on when we meet when Cookie gets a little bit older, but I, I it believe it's will a different be. Dad. And the lack of parental involvement in oh, it's incredible. <laughs> Cookie's hospital <laughs> stay is like incredible. Yeah, like there there is no one like they're going through like there is no one from this point on to the point where she wakes up from an operation. <laughs> yes, like, there is. Yeah, to the point where a doctor's <laughs> explaining it to her, a nurse yeah, is explaining yeah. it to her. They're just like her call. Entire, 
medical care is under the guise of this six-year-old. <laughs> the parent, no... the parents are literally like, "Call us when she's ready to walk out the door, and we'll we'll yeah. come. Otherwise, fuck it. We don't need. We got shit to do." That's like right. when she's cooked or whatever the hell you call it in this surgery place, <laughs> this surgery building, just give us a fucking jangle on the old rotary phone and we'll like be there, I guess, eventually. Like, like hopefully, hopefully our daughter will make it through this operation. <laughs> yeah, so, it's fine. And so if we not, we'll just make another one. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> cookie two, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, muff- mommy, muffin. daddy, out. Muffin. <laughs> muffin. <laughs> Maybe. Mm, boo. But I love it. Yes. So we meet Nurse Trisha, which is a very sort of like 80s kind of name. Okay. I I- Trisha is 15 years old. Like. This, oh yeah, definitely. oh yeah. Like this is either this is a, an extremely young looking woman. I was like, that she's looks like in school. She looks like she's going to be cast on fucking Degrassi Junior High. <laughs> she's oh, yeah. actually older than you would think. Um, really? I don't know how old she is, but her name is Susan. Uh, I'm going to say Akur. It's A apostrophe C O U R T. Where do they fucking find these named like what's it? Peter Duxworth Birkington. And wh- what's her name? Le- uh, Leslie Okud. Oh, like, come on. Um, but she goes on to write four episodes of Kids of Degrassi Street. Oh, so wow. she's actually a writer. New Luella. Oh. Yes. Yeah. She Decent. actually has impressively decent bedside manner like there's a lot of doctors who could learn from this uh, <laughs> actress there's, there's desk clerks um, who could learn <laughs> from her bedside oh. manner and so like growing up my mom my mom was a nurse and like this kind of reminds me of like sort of my mom like i always if i'd go see them in the hospital like she was very good with like bedside manner and talking to people and being there and and offering the arm around their shoulders when they needed help especially if their parents weren't fucking around when they're going to surgery <laughs> Um, this is, so, it's, it's very clear to me that this episode or this, what it was at the time, a short film, right? A standalone yeah. short film was very much for educational purposes yep. to help kids understand mm-hmm. what happens when you go into a hospital and maybe have an operation or something. And it's meant to make them feel Comfort. more knowledgeable and that it's less of a mystery. Like that that's very clear to me what this episode is, right? So she has like the nurse has a lot of explaining to do as she might very specifically to a child who was in front of her in a bed actually getting an operation. Yeah, and I think I think Alan you said the first episode was maybe 21 minutes. I think this one's like 26 or so and you can kind of feel the extra 5 minutes a little bit in here and it's a lot yeah, of this yeah, yeah. explanation. Yeah, stuff. like she's yeah, going through it's, this explanation. It's very clear that there's an educational aspect here. I'm just right? like get on with it. I know how fucking hospitals work. <laughs> well, I'm not a child. Yeah, cut 6 minutes off of this. Fuck. <laughs> I'm not a baby. Again, I'm a man. <laughs> Today, Junior. <laughs> I have a job. I pay taxes. <laughs> Get on with it, Degrassi. I pay your taxes. Yeah, I was like, I pay this fucking nurse to spend all that time explaining things? Like, you could double the number of patients you deal with. Yeah, you tax- is this where already? my money's going? Down the toilet? <laughs> what the hell? You're getting angrier and angrier watching this show? So... <laughs> So amongst the uh, bedside manner with Trisha, we learn um, that Cookie's real name is Catherine. And then she asks 
which is my friends call me cookie and the nurse says why is that is it because you're so sweet and they just leave it at that so maybe that's well, why she's, she's like cookie. why do they call you that cookie like just shrugs and yeah. i actually i found that really endearing yeah she's like i just am cookie that like that's what happens to kids like your yeah. parents decide what to call you and you have no fucking clue why you know, and she's like, oh, it's probably because you're so sweet. Ha ha. You know, and like, but like to Cookie, like, she's just like, I don't know why everyone calls me that. I'm six and a half years old or however old I am. Like, and I, I thought that was really mm. realistic. I was like, we call my daughter Pips and we've always called her Pips. There's no reason why she's Pips, but that's what we call her. Other people call her. Her name's Emma. There's no reason why, but. <laughs> Exactly. And if, if she her, was in the hospital and somebody asked her, like, yeah. why did they call you Pips? And she was five years old. Like, she would just be like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, 100%. Like, yeah. I think it's cool that they didn't have some giant explanation yeah. for it that some five-year-old <laughs> is supposed to know. I figured her parents called her Cookie because <laughs> if she fucking crumbled up in the hospital, they'd just go grab another one. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Baker's does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many cookies have you guys had? I don't know. I mean, again, I suspect that the lack of parental involvement in this episode is kind of a plot device, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's if there was parents there, then the problems would just get solved. Yeah, for sure. And it, it's it needs to be solved by the kids. It can't be solved by the parents. Can am I am I kind of a cookie? Like, my name is actually not Ted. My name is actually Edward. Like, really? Like, it's not on my birth certificate or anything? Like, people just call me Ted. My parents from birth started calling me Ted, and my name is Ted. But, like, when the bank calls, like, may I speak with Edward, please? Like, oh, this fucker wants money. But you know? Ted is short <laughs> so, for Edward, right? It's short, short, yeah. For it's Brad. short for it, but it's not on my It's anything. not short it's... for Theodore? Did I know that? No. It's no, my name is Edward. Hey. My name is... But Why did they call you not... Eddie. I wish they called you. Ed. Yeah, I was gonna say like, yeah, Ted is short for Edward, but you know what's shorter than Ted? Ed. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> or, well, that was my dad's name, so there couldn't be two Eds in the house. Like, so Ted was like, when I was named was, <laughs> my mother told me she was like, walking, and I was, I think I was born, <laughs> like I was birthed into this world, and my mother was like talking to this nurse, and she said, Ted's a nice name, and my mother's like, yup, so that's me. <laughs> Would you prefer if, if we called you no. Tedward? <laughs> I call. Oh yeah, no, that's 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 often called is uh, Tedward. Tedward. Okay. Everyone but the ultimate at the uh, the ultimate depositional basin is Teddy. <laughs> Usually, people go, "Hey, Teddy," even if they know it or not. Like I eventually become that, but not in a professional world. But. Uh, yeah, my name is Ted, but it's not actually my name. Well, my name you, is actually Edward. Do you know Edward. why certain names are like shortened to things that are like completely unrelated? No. Like you know, like <laughs> you? A, do you? Like all, I, all, I don't. Yeah, all of the actually, things? I do. I mean, it generally yes. speaking, it comes from um, Cockney rhyme, rhyming slang. Ooh, Cockney! Yes, good. Um, Tell us. And it was like this trend back in the. I don't know what era or whatever, but it's called Cockney rhyming slang. And like, yes, it was like this thing to like come up with like these weird rhymes for what you actually meant and stuff. So like, it's <laughs> just super. 
super bizarre like things where like it's like well this rhymes with that and this rhymes cross. with that therefore there once was like a boy this, named yeah, ted it's like but we're gonna call him like, ed <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So like Ed, that's yeah. why like oh. like James is also Jim and like crap like that. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, look up Cockney rhyming slang and it will give you a much better picture of what like, I can give you right now in a short <laughs> amount of time. But like Richard is Dick. Yeah, no, exactly. That's Cockney rhyming slang. Hmm. It's fucked up. Anyway. So we learn that uh, that Cookie is not alone in the room, and we get introduced to her roommate, which, you know, back in the 80s in all hospitals, there used to be multiple people in rooms. If you go to these brand new hospitals, a lot of times they're private rooms. Here you might have six people in a room sometimes, all their diseases all around you. That's still You're a trying. thing. Oh, yeah, I know, but not. But there's a lot of hospitals that have very much private rooms now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... But back then, it was just everyone just got thrown into rooms. Maybe for you, well, rich boy. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Is there's still what a lot of hospitals. Of. Is oh, yeah. like, sometimes like they have a bed for you in a shared room. Yep. But if you want a private room, you have to pay. Exactly. Like your, your so coverage only covers a certain amount and stuff yeah. like that. For here, sure. Yeah, here yeah. comes the money. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> sometimes you just sit in a waiting room for 18 hours. <laughs> Oh, with a broken nose. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. A free seat. Wow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> lucky. I don't need <laughs> to sit on the floor. Yes. Right? Oh, shut my mouth. So we learned that this girl's name is Sarah, who just had her tonsils out, but she's going home today. And then we, as we talked earlier, I don't know if it's on here or not, but Sarah goes on to play Irene, who will actually meet next week, who moves on to Degrassi Street. So Yes, her name is Nancy Lamb, and uh, we will talk in depth about her when she becomes Irene. Yeah. But for now, she is only Sarah. Does that character get any lines? Yes. Because this one doesn't. She just like she has two things: not up and down or side to side. That's right. (laughs) We got to pay you. Yeah. She is a non-verbal character. Good job, kid. So Trisha and um, Cookie are there to discuss the procedure, but as a as a seven, six or seven year old like Cookie is, all she's really concerned about is where her doll is. So Trisha asks if her parents know where it is, and of course they fucking don't know where her doll is. There's no way. She's like, I haven't seen my parents in (laughs) five days. (laughs) (laughs) But she says, Ida, her president does, and the nurse, and Trisha gives kind of a really weird look and just says, all right, whatever. She does the thing. She does the thing where you acknowledge the bullshit that the kid says, right? But So she's like, oh, Ida's my president, and Trisha's like, oh... It's like, because you well, have to say like, is, Ida, is Ida your sister and yeah. uh, Cookie's like she's my president and Trish is like okay right. she's on a lot of drugs right now no, to it's, manage the pain you know so. how kids say bullshit and like you just have to kind of ignore, oh yeah that's nice oh yeah that's mm-hmm. interesting right sure. you're just yeah you're like queen of the world sure yeah. thing you yeah. got a kid uh, that's what she does oh the president yeah yeah, I used to I used to hear certain stories from my mom telling me stuff that some of the people would say. Like one time, there was a woman who was coming off her anesthetic, and and she was blaming my mom for setting her cats on fire. Nice, probably did right. I'm sure they on that. <laughs> well, they're not it's your illegal. cats. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then Noel and Ida show up to the hospital. Were they by themselves? Of course they were. It's the kids at Degrassi Street. Just by themselves showing up to the hospital, they ride up uh, to the proper floor and, you know, you got the feel like Arlo was talking about the last episode taking her back to her childhood. So I was saying my mom was a nurse 
every other Sunday, we my mom would work on Sundays, so we'd go visit her in the hospital. And this felt like I was going up the hospital in Stratford, and the elevator in Stratford looked exactly the same. You know, you're in there with a patient. <laughs> it didn't yeah, matter. and it you know, I, like Ida, of course, is very uncomfortable. Like there's. Yeah you know, a patient on a gurney being wheeled in and out. And I think now <laughs> hospitals are designed a little bit differently, um, or at least the flow of traffic is a little bit different, maybe, where you're usually not on an elevator with a patient. There's <laughs> blood coming yeah. off the gurney. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like generally speaking, on probably the floor be on like, their like back shoes. elevators where they use, yep. you know, back elevators for that kind of thing. And then there's like the public spaces and that kind of thing. This yeah. is... They even have false hallways sometimes to take the patients down. Right. So people don't see like if someone's getting rushed to cert or something like that. Yeah, but if the, well, if and the, especially post COVID, right? Like it's just like these people off the street yeah. come in with like all of their germs all over these patients. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that we've 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 learned something since then. Absolutely, <laughs> so like they, keeping they have patients, a, like they have a special a tunnel. They have a special tunnel to shove the uh, the sick patients into the incinerator. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> nobody <laughs> wants to see that shit. <laughs> In you go. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. So then um, then we get introduced to, I don't know what we'll call her, the floor manager, maybe the charge nurse, the ward clerk. The desk uh, clerk. Desk clerk. Miss Ratchet. That's so bad. Yeah. And she's uh, she is a right piece of work, I guess, is the best way to put it throughout this entire thing. And she must be under a lot of stress because she is not handling children very well here at all. This could have been easily solved if she just would have listened for five seconds right at the beginning. So she starts to talk and there's some confusion because Ida says that she'd like cookie <laughs> when she's asked if she's there. So the, the ward clerk says, uh, well, there's a cafeteria you can go visit to get a cookie. And so Ida says, no, we need to see Catherine Peters. And we overhear that uh, if we hear her talking earlier that she says her surgery is at noon tomorrow because it's important. The nurse asks them their age. Noel says he's nine and three quarters as a kid who is almost 10 would say. And Ida says she's 10. And then they're told that no, they it's must. No, the reverse. Sorry. Ida's nine, nine and three quarters and Noel is 10. Okay. Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Burn. Sure. It's no, I'm not trying to burn you. <laughs> In your well, face, I mean, motherfucker. I'm not going to, I think you're wrong. I think it's the other way around. But All right. Right. Okay, All right. Let's watch it. Oh, I will take Bring it up that. on the I'll big take chart. That. Yeah. I'll take so, that. So, <laughs> so they're told, they're told uh, as she points to the sign that you must be 12 or over or uh, have a parent to be in the hospital. So um, I just said, why wouldn't she just take the doll from them at, and take it to this girl? But no, she says, rules are rules. I don't make them up. And then we get Ida getting her first sort of dose of the rules uh, maybe shouldn't always be equal. Well, there's there's so many instances in this episode where it's just like, just take the doll. Like someone just take the doll. Like you don't like the doll doesn't have to come from Ida's hands into Cookie's hands. Why aren't any of these dolls taking the doll? And like I kind of had to reconcile it in that like I'm not a children's television writer. Right. Like I think in a lot of instances when you're writing for ch- for children and this probably happens with like littlest hobo too is that you need to oh, simplify yeah. what is happening like you need to dumb it down and yeah, sometimes i think c- certain logical things maybe don't 
apply when you're trying to dumb it down enough. Like you need to take all those levels off and just be able to drive the plot forward without it being too complicated for a young mind to take in. Right. I just, I just think there's there's a whole bunch of things about this, this fucking policy. Your child is dumb. Like the parents, the parents center there. Right. So the parents don't give a fuck about the policy. (laughs) They were like, yeah, go to the hospital. I mean, they should have told her, lie about your age. You're going to have to do that for the rest of your life, like, until you're 18. So may as well start now. (laughs) But also, like, isn't the tough part, like, isn't, like, I get, I guess you don't want five-year-olds running around the hospital by themselves. But to me, I was like, isn't the dangerous part of all this the fact that these two fucking kids went by themselves to the hospital? Like, yes, they and they even found them like floor and everything. Yeah, like now that they're there, it's like you know what? Fuck it, let them in. Like the worst is over. But but those are the rules. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't I go- make the rules. I just enforce them. <laughs> exactly. Arlo gets it. Okay. And then I noted at the end, she basically just shoves two minors out the door and says, go home. Yes. So not even looking out. They're both 10. She knows they're 10. And she said, you know what? Fuck off. Yep. G-G-F-O. I don't get paid to, to babysit. Yeah. Like, whatever. Go down the hallway to the incinerator for all this stuff. I don't give two shits. <laughs> we got this cool slide we just installed. Watch that last step. It's a doozy. It's pretty spicy. Why are we Italian? But yeah. Yeah. Well, she she's terrible. <laughs> and it's like, oh, terrible workers were around like way before I knew they were around. <laughs> yeah. Great. Fantastic. So I just said, you know what? We tried. Let's go home. But Noel says, no fucking way. We have a goddamn blood oath, Ida. And we're finishing this mission. Well, and again, like, logically, you should just go home and be like, Mom, they won't let me in because I'm under 12. Can you just take this down to the fucking hospital? Or you take (laughs) right next door to, like, Cookie's family and be like, hey, Cookie's mom, who's going there this afternoon? Can you just take this doll to her? Now, let's revisit the two options. One option was originally you can take the doll to Cookie's mom, who we know lives right (laughs) beside Ida. Uh-huh. Or you could walk to the hospital and get verbally assaulted by a cranky middle-aged woman. But that's not what this show is about. This show oh. is about kids solving the problem themselves. I so, guess, but 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 the, the lesson they've learned is go through all the fucking bullshit instead of doing the smart thing and, and just having given the doll to the mom. Maybe the lesson it. should have been common sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or three Figure words. I am. I am child. <laughs> That's it. Somebody like an adult should be like, oh, okay, yeah. You are child. Yes. So Noel yeah, says we get gotta get here. So Noel says okay. we gotta get this to uh to Cookie. This is our mission. And says that Ida needs to sneak by because she's the president and presidents are supposed to lead. Take that, Ida. Yeah, I put that. I love that that he put it in her face. Like you're the fucking president. Like you made yourself president. Fucking act like it. (laughs) Like yes. Do it. (laughs) Great power becomes great comes great responsibility. So we get another visit from Nurse Trisha. She comes back and she comes back in with a new doll. Um, and her name again is what Arlo? Was that Lucy? Nancy. Nancy. I know that because that's my mom's name. That's my mom's name. Hey, Ooh, wait yeah. a minute, Courtney. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm adopted. Oh. oh. Yeah, my mom loves Kenora. Oh. oh. 
That's where I'm from. <laughs> so she brings in a different doll to show Cookie what's going to happen in the surgery. But obviously, in, in a true seven-year-old fashion, Cookie wants her doll to do it. Now, my son, who's seven, has uh, a monkey, like a Curious George monkey that he doesn't take with him everywhere by any stretch. But like he still sleeps with. You know, sometimes and sits with him on the couch. And I guarantee you that if he went into the hospital for a surgery, he'd want that monkey with him. So I can I can see this through her eyes. She doesn't care about the other doll. Yeah, Cookie says Nancy can fuck off and die, is what she <laughs> yeah. said. So throw her in the incinerator. Yeah. <laughs> Go down that tunnel. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't realize that Nancy is the key to the doll revolution for the clubhouse. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Nancy can get in there and change change the rules. Mm-hmm. So the nurse says, "Okay, I get it, but we'll just leave this doll here just in case." So we cut back to Noel and Ida. Now they're whipping up a scheme oh. to get themselves past that 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 uh, goblin at my, the door. My favorite. My favorite. Hijinks. <laughs> So. Yeah. yeah. This is Hello. Step one of two. So just as the linen cart passes by, Ida decides she's going to start sneaking alongside it, but her attempt gets thwarted by the ward clerk who snuffs out their plan because she basically doesn't really hide behind the linen cart at all. So again, Ida just holds the doll up in front of her, and the lady's just like, "Get the fuck out of here." She's like, "No." <laughs> yeah. Get out. Scram. Fucking doll out of here. Did any of you right. ever have a Raggedy Ann doll? I did. I had a doll named Charlie. No, I, <laughs> That's yeah. a fantastic name. Yeah. Was it Raggedy Ann or Raggedy Andy? I think it was uh, um, a hybrid of Dolly and Choda, is what I'm guessing is okay. <laughs> where it came from. Oh, I did, was not I, a doll person. Did no one my get the? Did. No one got my Choda joke? Come on, guys. <laughs> Sorry. You thought I was did being serious? They're like, oh yeah, Choda, Choda, everyone. Come on. And then we get a we get a big big sigh looking to the uh, I think he maybe smacks his forehead. Noel can't believe their bad luck that this that this attempt didn't work. Yeah, amazing. Noel's the man. Um, He's my favorite character so far. I had several Raggedy Ann dolls, but none of them were particularly special to me. Oh, I just had them. They would cry if they heard you say that. Um, maybe you were special (laughs) to us, Arlo. As they um, pop up on the side of right your now, Arlo's just night. turning around. And <laughs> them. Right One behind. of the most haunted dolls in the world is a Raggedy Ann doll. It's is Annabelle. It Annabelle. They made a movie it's, about that. It's one. me, Annabelle. Yeah, they made I'm her look cool. Probably in the movie, but yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up, Arlo. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare to meet Jesus. I'm going to get you, Arlo. All right, all right. My dolls <laughs> okay, love me. Okay. Leave me alone. Uh-huh. <laughs> So we skip back to Ida again, back in the hospital. So we're going to learn some more stuff. As Arlo has pointed out, this is a very, very educational episode. So the doctor's now in with Ida, who's got some pretty good bedside manner, because you hear doctors aren't really always good with that. Um, He's going over the procedure with her and telling her that she's going to get an incision here and and, uh, they're going to take her appendix out. But when she wakes up, all the pain will be gone. But her Forever. incision will feel a little worse than her than a scratched finger. But the hospital's there to help her. So, so this is Doctor Marshall, uh, who's given this uh, this rundown, and uh, he's played by a guy named Clem Marshall. So no solid name. Uh, it's uh, Doctor Marshall being played by Clem Marshall. All right. 
Oh wow! Yeah. There Maybe he was go. a doctor at the hospital yeah. for all we know. Doctor Clem hey, Marshall. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe Doctor Marshall's first name was Clem. We don't yeah. know. So as he's leaving, we get Nurse Trisha coming back in. Nurse Trisha's getting a lot of screen time in this episode. She's coming back in, shaking a thermometer, coming in to take Cookie's temperature. And in 1980, odds are that she just rinsed that off and had used it in another person's mouth. Mm-hmm. Cookie says she's thirsty, but she's being told she's not able to eat or drink anything because they got starts talking about what anesthetic is and that it's there to put yeah. her to sleep so she doesn't feel anything during the surgery. And also, you don't piss and shit all over the doctors <laughs> when you're, <laughs> which is weird. Yeah. I guess it's it was CBC, but like you know, come on, like you don't need to hear those words, yeah, those a little, a little bathroom bolder. words. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, good. Now, weird. now she says when she gets up, when she wakes up uh, from her surgery, she won't feel like dancing. Uh, and Cookie said she did a dance, so there was a shout out to the first episode about her her beautiful yeah. garbage dance. So good I like job. that. And then kudos to the nurse for lying to her and saying, oh, I'd like to see that later. She does not want to see <laughs> that. Fucking nurse don't want to see that shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that nurse going back to the to the, uh, the nursing residence <laughs> and getting her fucking drink on. She's you can have like, a dart. No way. Like, you can fucking dance down the long hallway, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Trisha brings out the doll again and Cookie's still really concerned about her doll so um, we, we realize like this is going to be the hinge point of the episode yeah. Ida Noel, sorry go ahead at Alan. this point Ida says Nancy is a piece of shit doll and can rot in yeah. hell that's uh, <laughs> the version that I was watching anyways so I think that was the deleted scene yeah. she caught yeah. but I mean it adds, it, adds some, it adds some help to the episode so we get outside the hospital again or outside the hospital area where Ida and Noel are and they're all out of ideas and they decide to go home. But I, Ida thinks they need to try one more time because when they get in the elevator, they see a patient being um, maybe wheeled from surgery or to surgery. She obviously sees it like, you know, we're here to give her the doll because Ida and or Ida, even Cookie the would patient, want the doll. The patient that time looked like a smaller, like a child yeah. kind of thing. And I think it hit home for Ida. Okay. Yeah, I think they start to feel... Bad for Cookie and that, yeah, she's in the hospital, obviously all alone. They know the parents aren't there. But also, so they're not allowed to go into the room because they're under 12. But nurse bitch doesn't give a shit that they're just hanging out in the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Little children. Yeah. Hold on, nurse bitch. Was that that the name you said she was, Arlo, if you looked it up? Was it nurse bitch? It it was nurse bitch. Yes. uh, That is correct. They were around the corner, though. She doesn't have... (laughs) telescopic eyes <laughs> and aside this too ringer t-shirts all up in this thing yeah, yeah. everyone's got a ringer shirt on like well, i what the... is it winnie the pooh is that right <laughs> i think so it's like i'd say even the camera crew is like ringer no, it's snoopy on. sorry not winnie the pooh. it's got snoopy noel's got a snoopy t-shirt yes ringer snoopy t-shirt when I worked in Asia the uh, uh, years ago, um, the best shirt I ever saw was a little kid, and he had like a knockoff a peanut shirt, and it's it had uh, Snoopy, but it said Spoony over it, and I was like, "Can I get that in adult size, kid? I love that." You were the teacher; you could have just taken it. Yeah. Well, he's a kid on a street. He wasn't, I think. he wasn't my kid. I was like, uh, "It's like ah," then it just passed. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I have a really um, great dress that I got in Chinatown in Toronto, 
And I think the intention was for it to say the whole funny story or something like that. But mm-hmm. in gemstones on the front, it says the whole fanny story. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. I love it. <laughs> what is that fanny story? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we learned that Sarah's gone home. Um, still no doll. Nurse Trisha comes in to show Cookie like where the bandage will go. Uh, she lets Cookie give the doll a needle so she can sort of see how it works. She explains the IV that she'll have in her arm. The doll screams. Up, yeah, yeah. The doll when she gives the doll says, "Ouch." Yeah, <laughs> I, I like she lets. Yeah, she lets Cookie like, like actually stick the needle right in the doll's arm, like oh, yeah. a real needle, not a pretend <laughs> yeah. needle. Like She's, she. Yeah. draws it out and it's a real needle so okay she should have fucked with her when she stuck it in she, the doll should have been like oh that hurts like a motherfucker <laughs> you, you bitch Kill take me. that out I'm dying I'm fucking dying <laughs> I'll come back from hell yeah <laughs> 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 Sorry. Talk Only about- hell and I find it funny for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm with the show. <laughs> they talk about the IV, and then when she wakes up, she'll be a little groggy. They talk about putting on proper protective equipment, like the mask and stuff to keep germs away. Like, it really is taking her oh, step by step. Oh, do masks like keep hospital. germs away? Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. Even a kid could understand it. No way, man. They hmm. give you germs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in your air. Cookie's like, yeah, but you're going to breathe in your own CO2. Isn't that worse than the, a virus? Yeah. Yeah, like that would kill you, man. man. Yeah. Down with this mandate bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah freedom. Trudeau. Yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's 1980, so it still tracks. Fuck Trudeau. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, my God, amazing. Yeah. It was like seven. He's maybe seven at this point. Yeah, but his dad's when, in charge. When was, it's great. When was Pierre in power? Again? Yeah, 1980. He was in charge yeah. at this time. Is that what you said? Yeah, you. So maybe yeah, true. Why don't, then. You, why don't you control your wife? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's with the stones. Yeah, except except the, Fidel. the difference between, like, you know, uh, Justin and Pierre is Pierre would have been like, you know what? Fuck you. So... Take a walk down the hall. Yeah, Pierre Trudeau wouldn't take in any fucking shit. Who is the ten-year-old in this uh, in this episode? What's his name again? Oh, uh, there was a debate over that actually. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> okay. What is the consensus? <laughs> okay, the little kid with the with Noel, the little it's belly Noel. roll. Yeah. It's okay. Peter, so Peter Duckworth Pilkington the second. So Trudeau was his age when this was shot. He was so, probably friends with Peter Duckworth Pilkington. Yeah, why yeah, wouldn't you be? Look at that name. You'd be like, you cool. That boy came <laughs> You from good. <laughs> so then Cookie gets taken off to have a bath, apparently to clean herself for her operation, which I'm not sure that's a thing anymore. Um, they probably would just clean the area, but... It hosed down. This is 1980. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut back to, to the next set of hijinks for Alan. We get uh, a Mission Impossible level disguise with Ida coming out in hospital scrubs and a fake nose and glasses. And she immediately looks like an adult male doctor that's going to easily walk in. Well, so these kids can't fucking sneak past the nurse, but they can somehow acquire scrubs and fucking protective equipment and a disguise. (laughs) 
So well, you know what I will say again, going back to having had a few experiences in the hospital, it was pretty easy to walk into rooms back in the eighties <laughs> in the hospital. I'm not gonna lie. I but, could have got the stuff if they wanted. Well, okay, so I'm I'm buying it with the scrubs, maybe, but like We've gone like now we're going into like comical territory where she's got yeah. the fucking glasses and the fake yeah. mustache. I, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't put it past kids to have stuff like that on them. Yeah, you know, like you know, oh, I always carried these around with me just in case, like yeah. all that garbage, like that. You know how kids are. Noah Stupid. snaps his fingers. He goes, "I always knew why. I knew I had these for a reason." Yep. It's like Data from the Goonies. He just like has a trench coat that has all the <laughs> shit in it. <laughs> Well, okay, Nurse Bitch is having none of this. Uh, and again, again, she won't even give Ida, like, the time of day to explain why she's trying to go in. Like, Ida this time is kind of trying to explain, I think. She just she's, turns around and says, All she does is hold up a doll. Yeah, but no, not, <laughs> not only this. The nurse chastises Ida. She says, rules are rules. And then she's like, do you want me to lose my job? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, probably. <laughs> like, you no, should go seek ship. what you... Like, she's like, what? Else, like... You're going to make me lose my job and then I'm going to have to fucking give hand jobs for money, Ida? Huh? <laughs> Is that what you want? I will not do that yeah. again. <laughs> and she also goes, "I if it was up to me, I would let you in. But those are the rules. Yeah. So, scram. Yeah, like, it's fine. Like... I'm not losing my job. I didn't touch no dirty penis. <laughs> like, <laughs> the fuck out of here, kid. And the kid's like, what? <laughs> you know. Sometimes like two at once. Like, you know, <laughs> I never thought I'd have to do that, but I did. I'm not going back, Ida. This <laughs> 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 is this whole spinoff. <laughs> Giving tuggies. <for> like... <laughs> Oh my god, Tuggies. I mean, it's a kid's show. You gotta use appropriate language, Courtney. So, Tuggies. Absolutely. No more Tuggies for nurse shitbags. No more Tuggies for nurse. You can't make me go back. You can't make me go back, kid. I will never go back there again. Attention, Tyrell. I need you to make me a shirt that says, No more Tuggies for nurse shitbag. Uh huh. Oh my god! Please. <laughs> Welcome to the kids. <laughs> Street. Yeah, I literally cried when I said all that stuff. I disagree. Oh, I'm like, I'm all for free speech oh and stuff, god. but that's a bit much for a kids show. Like, so come on great. now, come on! I can't believe we found the extended edition. This must have got cut out on the CBT. Uh-huh. Too much. What happened no, on this show? No, but people, uh, most people listen to this probably haven't watched it, but that actually happens. It's crazy. <laughs> the 80s, the early 80s was a crazy time. No. All right. So we, we then get to Nurse Trisha, who's coming in to get cookie prep for surgery. And again, I'll say, like, you would think if at the very bare minimum, if the kid's going into surgery, one of the parents might be there. But no, all by herself. So she's still really concerned about getting her doll. Trisha says, okay, what's your friend's name? What's her number? Um, and today's day and age, kids wouldn't be able to tell you the number. They'd say, let me check my phone. I don't know. Um, um, I still can't tell people. I don't know my daughter's phone number. <laughs> yeah. Not just like It's terrible. It's one of the skills we've lost. I don't know my wife's phone number. I don't know any of your phone numbers. I know my highs. I know my home phone number of my mom's house. And I know my 
two friends from high school. Same phone here. And yeah, that's and it. I mean, the rest, no. And it's crazy. And if like, wants I to could call Ashley off. Stapleton, I'll tell you how to call her. <laughs> <laughs> and I could rhyme off my number as a kid when we moved to another house, the number of the hospital to call my mom to keep this thing going. I could, like, fuck if I could tell you my best friend's phone number right now. Yeah, so not only that, uh, <laughs> Cookie gives her a real phone number, which is great. Like, you know, it's not the 555, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She gives her a legit number. It is a, f- a seven-digit number, which, again, I'm sure kids today are like, what? Like, yeah, wh- you just, the yeah you're I missing about that. 75309. <laughs> and then uh, Cookie, with no parents around, takes that needle like a champ. Because I can tell yeah, you, me at the same age... I would have lost my fucking shit. Like I would have, I would have hit the doctor. I would have run. Like there would have been Allen-sized fucking hole in the wall. I, yeah, no way, no way. So Trish is starting to feel bad. So she says, "Listen, give me the phone number. I'll call. I'll ask about the doll." So we skip then to the lovely, the lovely floor clerk, ward clerk, and she is just getting the business given to her on the phone about someone and someone then starts complaining about her day someone's messed up her charts she's got two patients scheduled for the same bed and she's got a kid and trying to sneak in mumbling something about cookies so she still doesn't really understand she still thinks this is about a goddamn cookie trisha says uh wait like you what did that person have a have a have a doll the, the nurse says how would i know i just chucked this 10 year old out the door and sent her home <laughs> Um, Trisha starts to run off to find Ida and then she finds her. I don't know if she's asleep. I got the sense she was asleep or was she just sitting there? It's hard to tell in her disguise. I think she's sitting there pouting. Yeah, she's just kind of in the corner, still in her she's disguise. She's trying to think of a new plan. Yeah. It's true. Fair. And then, uh, you know, they figure out, okay, this is this is the doll. This is Ida. This is the president. So they're rushing to get the doll to Ida. And luckily, just before Cookie is wheeled into the operating room, um, Ida gets the doll, but in the meantime, she is dodging a man that is coughing and hacking up a lung in the hallway <laughs> as she's running past. So she's probably been given some sort of communicable disease as she ran past. I mean, that's I mean, probably also, cancer, the, the lung nurse cancer. Could have just so. taken the fucking doll and ran it over to well, we we've gone for... and been like, here, Ida gave this to you, but for whatever <laughs> reason, they needed the child to, you know, exchange the doll with the child one nurse is like you absolutely can't go the fuck in here because you're under 12 (laughs) the other nurse is like run down the hall screaming your friend's name waving a doll it's fine just as she's about to go in a (sighs) sterile environment yeah yeah waving a germ ridden doll that doll's got so much fucking piss like dog piss and kid piss and like blood on it yeah Yeah, uh, it's gross there's there's still jam on Ida's foot probably from the thing she stepped in a year Ugh. ago these kids fucking playing garbage if we remember like <laughs> gross. literally so i just I wanted guess... to mention the uh the orderly that takes cookie into uh the room his name is phil williams or philliams if you will <laughs> sure are you sure his name isn't the philip williamson johnston the fourth or something totally unrelated like chair <laughs> no, uh, no. We don't know why we call him Chair. Chair Williams, chair. you know Chair. Why do you call you that? I don't know. Ten since I was a kid. Yeah, I'm Chair. Fuck you. So the doll gets uh, the, um, Cookie just in time. Um, Ida's concerned about how she looks, and Trisha says she'll be fine. She's just going to sleep for surgery. So we jump maybe the next day, maybe two days. They don't say, but 
um, at least 24 hours. And Noel and Ida are in the clubhouse. Noel is making a card and Ida is writing something down that we don't know yet. And then Noah hands her the card to sign. And then Ida, who we learn doesn't have a lot of tact, says what he wrote. Uh, Hope your appendix feels better is stupid. Because it is. Because appendix is gone. <laughs> she, she's fucking right. She's like, Noel, you're oh, yeah, a fucking nothing. dumb piece of shit. That's not what happens with appendixes. Also, Ida knows what an amendment is. So yes. she's not a spell it, but she knows <laughs> what it is. Yeah. So we do learn that Ida's working on writing an amendment to their to their um, club's rules that will allow the doll to be part of the club. But it's a but it was a rule. Noel told her, and Ida says, "Well, sometimes rules can be changed." And they head off to visit Cookie at the hospital. So then we cut to the hospital, and you know. I wasn't alive in 1980. I don't know my memories of being in the hospital in the 80s. But this is just a group of kids playing in, a, in an open area. They have thrown them. a group yeah. of children into a bare room. And a la Stranger Things side. Yeah, it really. With no... They're just expected to sit on, yeah. just sit on the floor, children. Yeah. Color. And quote play... Unquote. Just a bunch so of like, like a sick kids. I don't know. Yeah, dying but kid. Who knows? Room full of fucking sickly children, fucking yes. playing with each other in the room. <laughs> and then, can you imagine how shitty it would be if, like, you were a kid and you were too sick to go to the playroom? It's like, yeah, those kids are having fun, but uh, you just—I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible. You stay there. Yeah. All the cigarette smoke is wafting waft, <laughs> in from the, the staff room. From the nurses' station. Like, the little oh kids God. are like, <laughs> my little lungs. Hey, it like, doesn't yeah, matter okay. for this one. Uh, yes. Shut up, you. You don't have it's much the time. the only joy I have during my eight-hour shift. <laughs> hey, this one's recommended by nine out of ten doctors. It's okay. <laughs> Pass me another player's light. <laughs> 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 So they hand Cookie the card. She reads the card. She's like, oh, that's nice. And then they say, well, read this. And they give her the amendment. And Cookie has become a very good reader within the last year. And she is super excited that her doll gets to join. So then we skip a little bit more into the future. Who knows how far, a few days, whatever. Cookie's back from the hospital. They're back in the club. And they're going through the initiation for the doll as the credits roll behind. Uh, and then they got they telling her about all the hijinks, how they would have been there earlier had they been older. Or I said, hell, maybe even adult had even maybe come with them. It would have all happened. And that's the end of episode two. Cookie goes to hospital. So what did we think of this one? Anybody's thoughts? Amazing. (laughs) Yes. I like the part where the kids went down to the incinerator. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody heard from them again. I, I like learning say... about the sordid background of the nurse. <laughs> I will say that I was still charmed uh, by this episode. Um, I did not remember this episode. I was still charmed by it. Um, but I didn't, like, I recognized its value as an educational episode, knowing that it was made specifically as something that, like, could be played on rainy days in the classroom or something like that. Like, I think it's a really valuable thing for kids who have friends who might be going into the hospital or might be, you know, going to the hospital themselves, whether, you know, in the near future and like the distant future where they can draw on that for, 
you know, that it's not that scary and they'll help you through it and that kind of thing. Like, I think it's a, a really valuable story, but I personally didn't find it as engaging as the first episode. I didn't see myself in it as much. Can I note, like, I have my iPad next to me while we're doing this episode, and the next, like, autoplay is called The Degrassi Kids Rap on Rights, and it's 1989. And now, even though we're still talking about this episode, I so I'm going to watch that later. <laughs> they rap. So, and they also, and it, I don't know what you're talking about. Previously lost, it says. Yes, I will. Uh, I will. <laughs> Anyways. Here, here's what's distracting me. So the next episode, <laughs> the next you. episode we're well, going to cover. Thanks for listening to me, everybody. Uh, <laughs> we well, were. Here's what, I, here's what I will I get say. it. You hated the episode, Arlo. You you never went to a hospital. You, you only danced around garbage <laughs> when you were a kid. <laughs> so you couldn't identify with this episode. Alan, what I mean, gets you? What are you saying? I'm just I'm looking at the next episode that we're going to cover, which is Irene moves in. Uh, so I go to look at the Degrassi Wiki page with Irene, who is again it was Sarah from this episode. Sarah from this episode. And I go to the mm. Irene character page, and there are three photos of Irene, two in which she's wearing a blue coat, and the third one where she's holding a sweater, and the sweater says property of Ida T. Lucas and then there's a cartoon hand pointing straight down and I'm like <laughs> I I want to go oh, no. I'm like what oh, wow. is this like <laughs> stay tuned everybody yeah. can't wait like is this the episode where we learn like, like this is my property not <laughs> what does not this here. mean yeah so that's I'm perplexed and I'm sorry I'm distracted but that's there? fucking is me Ida up is Ida actually a sexual deviant <laughs> Stay tuned to find out. Coming next. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. What's going on? Courtney, did you like the hospital? Which episode was better, Courtney? This hospital episode or the LD hospital episode? Oh, geez. That's a tough one. Hmm. I mean, there wasn't an incinerator in LDs, right? (laughs) No tugs. Oh, well, no. That's... Not that we know yeah. of. Yeah, they weren't savages in the late eighties. <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> early eighties. Yeah. yeah, I think I That's think this one was was better. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. No, Although what? LD's wig was pretty badass, but I think this was better. So yeah, like when I first watched these episodes, I thought, "What am I watching? I don't understand what's going on here." But I was probably in my twenties at the time, and now having two kids, sort of this age, and watching it, trying to watch it through a kid's lens, I was like, "Yeah, you know what? These are good. I I don't I I've actually got a better appreciation for them i actually think i like this one a little bit better because i kind of like the hijinks and i like noel um but it is a little bit longer a little bit more like as you said educational so it's tough to say but we're going to get a different education in uh next episode as alan said when irene moves in because irene doesn't look like all the other kids on degrassi street so ooh. This is what they'll be tackling next week. I mean, we're we... we talking about like she has a tail. What are we talking about here? <laughs> mm, I guess you'll have to wait and see. Uh, we got to definitely though recommend like if if you haven't watched the series before and you know you're a fan of Degrassi, kind of like me, like you maybe you've seen a couple episodes or you haven't or whatnot. Like it's totally worth seeking out, and especially if you have kids, it's like it's something that you can watch with them and i think some of the lessons like yeah it's a little dated but i think some of the lessons are timeless uh and also it's uh again like it 
I mean, I'm. it's fine up till this point, but the first four episodes are standalone kind of features, and then it gets episodic at episode five. So it may feel a little disjointed, and then it kind of takes off from there. Yeah. So just uh, just saying. So Yeah, stick with it. It's worth it. It uh, it does get better. It does give you a more sense of the Degrassi we know as you as you move on when they introduce some more characters. And we'll find something like horrible to say about every episode, everybody. So <laughs> even if you don't like the show, don't worry. <laughs> we'll be incredibly offensive and hideous. So it's all good. I feel like I'm like I'm the like dissenter because I'm sitting there like with hearts in my eyes. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god, this is like old school Degrassi, like <laughs> quaint little like, like honest. Uh, rough around the edges honesty like i love it and if you love degrassi junior high and degrassi high you'll probably love this too 100 percent agree agree all right well let's say our goodbyes then let's start with uh let's start with that hoe from the o what are you saying courtney bye <laughs> <laughs> all right. well saying she's a woman of few all words right. but nails all it all right arlo yeah Oh, sorry. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at A-R-L-O-E-S-C-O-T-T. Alan. Bye. <laughs> at Narbos <laughs> Podcast on Instagram, Narbos and Broomheads at gmail.com. Follow us on our Narbos and Broomheads page on ba- Facebook over to Ted. Oh, sorry. Ed. Yeah, yeah. Ed. Oh, <laughs> Ed in the house. Yeah. Eddie. Uh, Ed. Teddy boy. All right, I'm Ted. Uh, stay watching on the Instagram machine if you want to see pictures of the lo- lovely Linda. If you want to follow Sarah, a loving a lot of Linda pictures. Yes, you can follow both of us and all three of us. Why not uh, on the Instagram machine? So uh, yeah. And you don't forget to tell me and Arlo if you're on your period. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you can we gotta sync up. Sync up. Yeah. Sync up, ladies. We gotta sync up. And Linda's uh, Linda's uterus, R.I.P., takes us to the end of the road. So well, peace out. Oh, yeah, that's, you, that's long gone. And you, can, and you can follow me at No More Tuggies on Instagram. It's been real. Oh, oh, oh look for this. Let's have that kind of show. Yeah. <laughs> you guys enjoy your week. We will see you in a week. Later. Bye. Bye. See you later next time, baby. I said I'd go get my love. I would never do my homework. I would stay up late and dream about Caroline. I would never get girls out of my house. Maybe I would. I would walk around the cafe, cut. Just to get the car my dreams. Everyone thinks I'm so good at red racing. Let's go. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah.